But it's true, I did get my iPhone today and it's brand new and I love it already! Oh my god, what a lunch you're doing! The Thanks. iPhone 12 is beautiful! Are you humping the air? No. <laughs> You're too excited. <laughs> Calm down there, buddy. Um, but I'm really excited. If anyone like... I f- can't talk about Apple stuff without like being a little apologetic about it. Because I know whenever I'm talking to you, who even has an iPhone, yeah, an I Apple don't phone. Yeah, care about it. You don't give a shit. And then like on the air, I know that if I don't preface it with like, well, I know that not everyone likes Apple and I know there's Android people. Because Android people are so... F- Friggin' triggered. If you talk about iPhone, they're just like, not as good. And I'm just like, who cares? You just like the thing you're, you like. I the, like my thing. You like your thing. What? What? You're, you're the exact same with Android. If someone's no. like Android, you're like, oh, what the heck? Why do you have this? Why are you got an iPhone? Absolutely not. Yeah, you do. No. You did that to me when I had an Android. That's why I got an iPhone. That's why? Part of the reason. I will pull up the audio from two years ago and insert it in. When you asked me about this, I know I'm live and let live. It's just, I would never. (laughs) That's my my thing, right? Would rather die than use an Android myself. Previously on the Afternoon Zone. As much as everyone wants to say that I'm like an Apple fanboy, I'm not. And you make your own choices. If you want to have a whatever phone you have, I don't care. Do you have to be so militant about what phone you have? Or who cares? Right. right. Okay. All right. So would you get an Android? Who me? Oh, no, never. Yeah, never, 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 never. I would rather die. <laughs> but I have a lot of love for, like, I don't know, um, people like their, their Google Pixel or, I don't know, all kinds of phones. And I know that there are really great phones. When I was up in Bella Coola this summer, uh, one of my buddies I was with has got, uh, I don't know what it is, but his camera is fucking insane and it's way better than any iPhone camera Oh yeah, because he just loves that and he would know what he would do is like take his phone and stick it right up close to a frog and take a picture and it was like the most stunning picture I've ever seen in my life of a frog wow so if people like what they like I think frogs God are stunning bless though them. <laughs> frogs, frogs, frogs are frogs are stunning like have you ever looked at one yeah okay cool what's what do you like about them i just like like how wet they look uh-huh. and how they glisten and their colors are wild and they have great legs great legs best yeah. legs i've seen yeah you right. know and yeah. their face how they are like a thumb they're a jumping so thumb true. how they don't have any like differentiation really from their face and the rest of their body when i think of them at least oh no wait they do Oh, no, wait, they don't. <laughs> I'd like to do mushrooms and look at a frog one day. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. I think we're partying for my birthday next month. Is Let's there... do a lot of mushrooms. Is there a national frog day? Because that would be the day. Okay, back to frogs. Um, <laughs> I don't... <Sorry. laughs> There's got to be. There has absolutely oh, got to be absolutely. a national frog day. I mean, cool. why wouldn't there be? What's new? Okay, so you have an iPhone. You haven't turned it on yet. You're waiting to turn it on. I'm excited for you. You made the right choice. Okay, we were talking about the word bootylicious. Right. And we couldn't figure out exactly why bootylicious um, came out in 1994, not in the early 2000s when Bootylicious, a song by Destiny's Child, Mm -hmm. came out. Mm -hmm. And I realized the reason it came out on my birthday year is because of me. Because you were so bootylicious? They're like, look at this beautiful baby. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's luscious. It's beautiful. Look at that booty. The doctor said, bootylicious. That, you got yourself a bootylicious baby, mama. Yeah. And then that was it. And the That's term right. was coined. I know that from talking to your parents that your middle name was almost booty. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how bootylicious you were. That's right. Um, instead, they went with West, but could have been better. And, yeah, they would have gone full freight bootylicious, but yeah. that would have blown too many minds in the year 1994. I oh, mean, yeah, like, we weren't to, there yet. To have a doctor in the operating or the delivery room, you know, say that word, I'm sure like a, a couple of nurses probably dropped their scalpels. Oh, for sure. Like, what is this word? But I think in 2020, that could be even a first name. Yeah. People are getting really wild with their baby names. So. Yes. Um, yeah, I just had to p- clear that up. Um, do you love the phenomenon of horrible names? Because, you know, Megan Kelly, the, um, the like, uh, 
per, she was just like a commentator or like a news person, news anchor, right? There was a movie about her. Charlize Theron played her. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a debate moderator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fox News. You know, Megyn Kelly. Very okay. Yeah. Here are her uh, children's names. Lakin? Is it? Lakin? Is one of them Lakin? No. Okay. She's three kids, so I'll give you three guesses. Okay. This kid, Lakin, number one, yeah. Okay, how many? Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Stone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Um, Rider. <laughs> How would you spell Rider? With a Y. Mm-hmm. Maybe but two Ys. What do you think? Yeah, two Ys. Two Ys. It's R Y D. How do you spell Rider? Uh, y R? Y R. Yeah. That's okay. right. That's what would be Rider. No. Uh, Megan Kelly's three children's names are Yates, Yeet, Yardley, Yardley, and Thatcher. Wait. What? <laughs> okay, Thatcher's pretty cool. Yates? Yates? Yardley Street Tap House. Yates Street Tap House. <laughs> Yardley Yard Work and <laughs> Thatch Lombardo over there. Wow. Yeah, okay. I know. Yardley. The, like, if you were trying to make fun of millennial sounding <laughs> silly goofball Starbucks coffee cup name choices, Yates, Yardley, <laughs> and Thatch are all in one I, family. I think I might like Yates. Okay, so if you had to be one of the three, Yates, Yardley, or Thatcher, who would you go for? I think I'm going to go with Yates. Okay, and if you had to date one of them, who would Thatcher. you want to date? You oh want to date Thatcher? Thatcher's Stone Cold Fox. Interesting. Oh, yeah, Thatcher is a babe. How old okay. is Thatcher? I hope I'm not saying that. I mean, just a name. Thatcher just, name, just like yeah. makes me think of like, oh, Thatcher. Yeah, did you see Thatcher in gym class? Uh-huh. So cool. Um, I do not mean this towards Thatcher Kelly or her family or anyone named Thatcher. And I swear, I'm so sorry if your name is Thatcher listening right now. I apologize in advance. Why? Thatcher just reminds me of a thick thatch of pubic hair. It's all I can think of. (laughs) Just a lot of pubes. Just from like (laughs) knee to belly button. That's a thatch of just like pubes. Wow. That's That's so interesting that you think of that. I think of like someone who is really sweet, but also kind of rough around the edges. Maybe Mm. a little strong. Like handsome. Very handsome. Yeah. Thatcher. Yeah. Uh, look at I'm sure all three of these kids in this particular family are handsome as hell. Yeah, Yardley. <laughs> Yardley. All that yard work that he's doing. <laughs> Yardley the name Yardley is oh <laughs> Yardley. <laughs> sorry, Yardley. Kid. I don't think there's anyone listening named Yardley. And if there is, please reach out and we'll talk. Oh my god. Yeah. Look at I just feel like an old man, okay? I feel old. Uh, your name is Yardley. God bless you. <laughs> My name is Paul. How horrible. That's a 5,000-year-old <laughs> no, name. name. Yeah, we have dumb names. <laughs> names are hard, okay? It's tough to name, but uh, Yardley, wow, how wonderful. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, what else is going on in the world this week in your mind, Jen? What what, oh. uh, what big stories that we maybe didn't hit on on the radio are just swirling uh, around your brain? I mean, nothing outside of personal stuff, you know? Really? I'm just like... Working, oh yeah, I'm working on an audiobook. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, I just uh, need to do something on the side, you know, yeah, a little side, side hustle. hustle. So I yeah. thought I'd give it a try. From got access to microphones and stuff, but mm-hmm. it is ooh, it's a. It sounds like it would be really easy, like you know, just reading a book out loud, but it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely. If you want to get into it, like you need, you need a lot of stuff in order to be able to do it. First of all, mm-hmm. and then also just the time management is a big thing, right? Um, I'm very proud of you for making this go because you've been talking for a while about a side hustle or whatever, mm-hmm. and so yeah, this is great. Doesn't do you feel accomplished even just to like land the contract? I did. It felt yeah. cool. I was like, someone wants to pay me to do this. Freak yeah! All yeah, right, yeah. yeah. It's really simple. You just go on this website called ACX, and um, you send your audition to any book that's up there with open auditions, and then um, yeah, and then the author chooses the one that they want. The author himself chose you and your voice for yeah. the audition. Wow, that's so. I thought it was like I don't know, like I, I was like a publisher. Like an, yeah, like a publisher and an agent or someone I or some it, middleman. But this yeah. was the author himself. I believe so. That's sweet. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, do it. I know there's a lot of, for some, you know, for anyone who's listening to this who's interested, I know that like Audible has contracts as well if you'd like to read out loud an audio book. And here, I actually am starting a business. And this is serious, um, that if you want uh, me to produce your audiobook, if you just have a nice voice and would like to read out loud but no access to gear or microphones, oh. I will produce it for you. I'm a cool. hell of a producer, as you know, mm-hmm. and I can happily do that for you for a fee. Yeah, <laughs> But I think I actually will start that as a side hustle, You too. should, yeah. Because yeah. I, like uh, I, yeah, I know of some people who just voice it and then send it to a producer and do the producing because that's what takes the longest, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, or if you can do both, that's great. But yeah, Audible is actually uses ACX to... Is that right? To yeah, upload. So all of the books on ACX are Audible books. Right. It's just the website that connects authors and narrators. That's great. Yeah, it's cool. That's it's really super cool. easy. Like it's a good interface. Um, but uh, it takes a while to like get into the groove of things. But yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. That is very sweet that someone will be listening to your voice reading a book about like a pretty dry topic, right? It's like. Politics. It's American politics. politics. Soft power. Yeah. Amazing. You know, but at least I'm not talking about hard power, like military and stuff right. like that's opposite. It might be tougher. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm proud of you for that. And you know, I'm excited about um, a couple of things. Halloween is coming up. I am excited about Halloween. I'm ex- I think we might even touch on it in this pod, but mm-hmm. I am ready to go with a little DIY home project to invent a candy slide so I can hand out candy on Halloween. I'm mm-hmm. pumped about that. Um, other thing going on that I thought was interesting was uh, it's just it was a big story and I just wanted to like nail it on this pod because it's like a little touchy for radio. But um, the Pope came out this week and said that uh, gay people should be allowed to get married, yeah, or have like civil a civil union. union, which is an important distinction. I want to mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. and I know for a lot of people, and I'm one of these people too myself. I would say that distinction still needs to get yes. you still need to cross that bridge. To get there eventually for, you know, to have people truly be equal in their rights and all that. But it also is a colossal, I will say like a colossally positive move in the direction of a massive organization that is way too behind in the times Mm -hmm. and does dominate whether you like it or not. You know, I feel like we are so free here to take or leave any organization and, you know, religious like that, especially. But. In so many parts of the world, Jen, this is what kind of nailed it for me. Because I know it's it's easy for us to sit here and be like, not good enough. Yeah. Be even better than that. For a lot of parts of the world where Catholicism especially is dominant in the culture, Mm -hmm. um, the Pope saying something like that, that these people deserve to have a family, which is I think one of the things he said was important, that can save lives. That legitimately can change the tide of... How uh, LGBTQ and et cetera people are perceived in their communities that will actually legitimately save their lives. Mm-hmm. Never mind just their well-being and being able to live their true life. Yeah. Um, That's so, so true. It is a major thing. Because, well, yeah, you have to think about the Pope and, you know, the amount of power that that has and that people are just following, you know, they may not agree with everything that they decide but mm-hmm. because they want to follow the like ideals or they like have respect for this person yes it can change opinions of so many people yeah and just like the way of life for so many people so yeah that's huge yeah yeah civil union it really doesn't take like it doesn't really talk about love it doesn't talk about yeah. like the actual relationship or legitimize that but it talks about the unity like legally mm-hmm. and that you know that's a legal thing and that's an okay thing yeah but it yeah they didn't really t- touch on love and all that did they? I, but, I know yeah but i mean you, like you said it's an amazing first step yeah uh yeah and yeah i mean that's that's it it's it's a whole it's a i think it's a semantics thing or it's a anyways mm-hmm. wild that it's like a discussion still in 2020 but it is and it's uh that's a big positive step so i'll say that yeah um and finally i liked last week jen mm-hmm. that you told that scary story about the knocking in the middle of the night yeah if you haven't heard that story go back and listen to last week's podcast because it really did spook me and send shivers up my spine. Oh. Now you're looking now I didn't have knocking. Okay. I was yeah. like waiting for like something. What's the follow up? No, I just want to tell a spooky story. One <gasps> time recently, uh-huh. I was out for a walk with a dog, my doggy. And he started growling. Have yeah. you ever had this? Gr- Cuz walking at night, I do walk at night. 
and it can be a little scary, especially if you've got a, you know, your pods in. Ooh, I would never. Yeah. Oh, no, I have. Never mind. Have you? Yeah, I used to run. Yeah. But I was running. You know, I'm already at, I'm already at high speed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I know. I say this to my roommate, and she goes like, wow, you're going for a walk at night with your AirPods in? I'm like, yeah. Thank you, patriarchy. I'm a big, scary man, and uh, no one's going to attack me. Yeah. That's a shitty double standard that exists. She doesn't feel comfortable doing that. No. Yeah. But the dog started growling into the darkness. Uh-uh. Right? Yeah, ghost. Yeah. And I was like, so I stopped in my tracks. He stopped. He's taking a growl position. I'm like looking. I'm like, dude, nothing's there. I'm like, whip my ear pods out, right? Not, I was like, what? There's just sidewalk and yard and a, kind of a spooky tree. But I'm like, what are you? Gr-? And then I'm like, is there someone there that I can't see? Is there a deer? Gotta be careful uh, with a deer. Oh, yeah. That you can smell? No, I'm looking. No, I'm blinking. I'm trying to adjust my light to the eyes or my, you know, my eyes to the darkness. Nothing. Now, of course, immediately, I'm. Th- it's not a deer. It's not a person trying to mug me. It must be a demon after my immortal soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense. Terrifying. He's growling. I'm like, come on, bud, let's go. <gasps> He's growling. He's barking now. He's oh. really upset. I steeled my courage, continued to walk, and saw finally the evil that he was barking at. A frying pan on the ground. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. What a dumb idiot. Yeah, it was a dumb. Someone just left a frying pan like out like in front of their house, right? Like, Did he not like what was cooked on it? Perhaps. Maybe human flesh? Oh. Uh-huh. The thing is, the, this was the second time we were walking past this frying pan. I had seen it on the mm-hmm. way, like, out oh. of the water, and then we on the way back. So, like, we already passed the frying pan. So, it's not like he smelled it for the first time and or saw caught a glimpse of it. What the hell? Yeah, so maybe the frying pan got haunted in the course of my mm-hmm, evening walk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why he was growling. That's my oh spooky my gosh. story. My cat, recently, my cat's been acting weird. Um, but one was <laughs> doing hunting noises into the corner of the uh, living room of my house. Okay. But um, there was no fly she really likes shadows, but there was no shadows, and she was just hunting, like, you know, that noise of that they course. make. Yeah. And she, her eyes were, like, following this thing from corner to corner, top corner of my living room. And from what I've heard, the people downstairs have had some, like, really scary things happen in the corners of their rooms. Like what? They've seen figures. Oh, terrifying. And, like... A lady in the corner of the rooms, but like up at the ceiling corner. Just a glimpse, mm-hmm. like corner of the eye. They swore they saw a lady. Yeah, I had me? one girl <sighs> who came up to me. I kind of knew her, and she was she was like, "Yeah, have you guys had this sort of stuff happen?" I keep on seeing this woman in the corner of my room, and then outside, I hear this like pacing back and forth outside of my um, my apartment. And someone is saying, help me and stop and stop. And I go what out there the and there's no one fuck? there. And I was like, oh, no, I haven't heard that before. But, yeah. So I was, like, wondering if, like, maybe they saw the corner figure. The cats did? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's immediately where my mind always goes in my house because it's so spooky. That is so friggin' spooky as hell. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was just, yeah, a small fly or, like... I don't know. No, don't be sure of that. You can't be sure. How could you? Mm. Wow. I okay. I like this year when we bring up and remind how you live in a completely haunted house, and that's fucking terrifying. Spooky. If I saw a full torsoed vaporous apparition hanging out in the corner of any, like, if I saw it one time, that was, that would be yeah, it. I haven't seen it. Move out. So I mean, I I'm fine, but I don't Your know. Cat is haunted. My cat yeah. is probably. I do fully haunted. believe that. Cats are on like a different ethereal plane. Oh, for sure. And can see those things. Yeah, yeah. They can see through dimensions. That's oh, why their eyes yeah. are like that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Diamond eyes or whatever. Diamond eyes. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this week's BJ Party. Have a really spooky week and please enjoy and please tell your friends and spread the word about the old pod here. Awesome sad news today. A Saanich haunted house announced that it was going to be closing permanently after 15 years in operation. 
And we love these little local attractions. It's really too bad, but good to know that you can just shut it down. And I think that this stands even if you have like a real haunted house and got to deal with real specters, ghosts, and goblins. This house is no longer haunted. Yeah, excuse you. Um, we're shutting this all down. Hello, ghosties. Hello, yes. Yes, I know you've been haunting my house for a few years, but uh, it's no longer haunted. We're shutting it down. Yeah, this is no longer financially viable, so just shut it all down. Shut it all down. Back your chains and your ectoplasm and that shut it down. bloody knife that you have that you carry around the house, yeah, you can bring that with you. So tell me about this house. It's like a we mentioned it in the intro there, but yeah. uh, uh, an actual haunted house, like as in like a uh, like one of those little attractions where mm-hmm. they put up all the decorations and everything. <laughs> this thing was like a labor of love, grew into like epic proportions. This is not just stringing up a bunch of cotton ha- spider webs around the front door. No. They had like catering there and yeah. they had to put up um, outhouses, honey buckets and that. Yeah, so this is just someone's heritage home um, and they called it the Heritage Haunted House. I never got to go check it out, but it was, yeah, a pop-up haunted house uh, attraction in Saanich. They've been doing it for the past 15 years. They've raised over $20,000 to mainly help fill a dream foundation and wow. some other charitable organizations as well. So it was just a thing that like bringing that many people Every year, you know, thousands of people coming to this one neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They started to see some problems. It got bigger and bigger. And this is just a regular neighborhood, right? Um, so they were like, you know, before we cause any problems, especially with COVID-19 now happening and health issues in the family, let's just stop it while yeah. it's, while it's uh, still going okay. Wow. You know? Well, good for them for yeah. doing it for that long, for there to be a charitable aspect to it is quite wonderful as well and Mm. uh, some good news here as we're talking about it's I mean I'm looking at this article it says this property will still be decked out with its usual Nightmare Before Christmas display between October and January this year Mm -hmm. so this is the last year you still can go and see it but that's it oh that's good to know yeah and then they just ride off into the sunset okay great the spooky sunset (laughs) with a wolf howling in the background (laughs) I did it. iPhone 12, baby. Available per pre-orders now. Pop the champagne. You probably have no money left for that champagne. So I'll buy you some champagne to celebrate. No, I can't even afford at this point you to buy me champagne. So just (laughs) give me a sparkling apple juice and I'll call it a night. It was pricey for sure, but I'm I'm excited about it. And you know, so far I had a friend messaging me. They were saying they were up at five in the morning. Hmm. The second you could pre-order it. Wow. And... I was like, really? Do you really need to be up at 5 in the morning? So I'm here to tell you that you absolutely do not. What time are you up at? Oh, I dilly-dallied, and then I was like, went to a place, and then I came to... I ordered a hero work. By, by the time I got here, it was like, I don't know, 11 o'clock. So anyways, they got him. Okay, so they're not sold out. You can still buy. I would assume, yeah. It's like this whole thing of like, oh, you better be up at five in the morning, kid, or else you're gonna sell out of these iPhone. You know, it's like that thing. It's like, hey, do you have any of those things left? And there's like a warehouse, yeah, you know, forty feet tall and stacked to the (laughs) ceiling of iPhones. Yeah, a couple. We got a couple left. It's that. Well, congratulations. I'm happy for you that you got your phone. Thank you. I also bought a new iPad at the oh same my time, gosh. so I need a what? ride home. I can't afford <laughs> gas anymore. <laughs> Hope it was worth it. Now, you have plans this weekend, perhaps, to go to a pumpkin patch. My partner was like, you want to do cool Halloween, fall, cute things this mm-hmm. weekend? I was like, uh, yeah, yep, absolutely. What does that entail? And he's like, I think going to a pumpkin patch. And he was like, do you like pumpkin patches? And I was like... Huh, I've never been asked that question before. Yeah. I don't think I do. Yeah. I, well, I haven't been, so I don't know. But just the idea of it, it just sounds like a chore. It sounds like it's kind of hard to get a pumpkin when you could just go to the store and, and get the pumpkin. 
Um, but like, is that the fun part? You just like go through the mud and and you pick a pumpkin that's already been cut and like it's perfectly prepared for you to have. You keep saying but this, this illusion. You have this idea that this is like going to get a Christmas tree and you have to cut down your own tree or you have to like slice the vine and the pumpkin off the vine. The pumpkin does not. You don't need to do anything to the pumpkin. You just pick it up and take it. See, that would be fun for me if there was like you know a mission and it's like you have to find the pumpkin. You have to find it and it's wild and then you have to cut it yourself and bring it home and then you're proud out of your pumpkin and then you cut it up even more there is a bit of that yeah so well number one it's funny because you're halloween queen and Mm. you've never been to a pumpkin patch or have no interest in that it's part of the deal dude okay and yeah it's just the fresh airness of it right you're out in a field okay you're picking the right pumpkin that you're gonna take home you take a picture on the hay bale i think it's about the photos i think that's what it's about it's a lot about the photos yeah and the instagram photos it's a you lot know? about the instagram so you're holding make a sure, latte yeah get a pumpkin spice latte dress in that uniform okay. right of like high og boots and tights and the hand solo vest right right that is fall vibes that's have, what you do. You dress up as Han Solo and go pumpkin patching. Yeah, it's a festive tradition. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I think it, <laughs> it could be fun. I'll let you know how it goes. I hope it is. <laughs> this is really cool story uh, that's talking about how archaeologists, they found uh, this 3,000-year relationship between dogs and BC First Nations. And there was this type of dog called the woolly dog. Yeah, it's so cool. The, the details of this story, I think, are very, very cool. And mm-hmm. like a real glimpse into the past here, 3,000 years ago, uh, the relationship that the BC First Nations on our coast had with these dogs mm-hmm. is so cool. They raised these dogs and bred them specifically at that time for their wool that they would use. Like They would shear these dogs a couple of times a year and use the wool in weaving ceremonial baskets and other regalia they were very very valuable to the community right and and they were like really well taken care of too they found out in this new dig that they had been provided a diet of anchovy herring and salmon so just like their best little buds that would help them (laughs) out Um, but it turns out the breed actually went extinct and it was because it was easier to have sheep and sheep's yeah. wool and everything like that. So the breed doesn't exist anymore. But they have these photos that they posted of this woolly dog. And it is absolutely adorable. This big, fluffy dog. It's actually quite small. Yeah. But it's just like a big fluff ball. It looks so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really it, cool. It, with the introduction of European dogs into the um, area, mm-hmm. yeah, they unfortunately went extinct. So now we hear about Jurassic Parking. And that's a that's a term, I think, just like that. You can Jurassic Park a creature. So, uh, oh, let's bring back the woolly mammoth. They say, okay, that'd be kind of neat. I think I can probably imagine what that would be like, and who cares? And then they talk about bringing back dinosaurs to life. Uh-uh. <laughs> They've made six movies now about how bad of an idea that is. It doesn't go so well, even on an island. <laughs> And yes, we are on an island, but... <laughs> but I don't want to be on Dinosaur Island no. running for my life constantly. No. Bring back <laughs> the West Coast woolly dog. Wouldn't that be amazing oh, to have so cute. an ancient West Coast woolly dog as your favorite pet and friend? I just like don't want to go down that road, but yes, I can dream about it. <laughs> Play God with me a little bit, Jen. No. We had a wonderful autumnal weekend by the looks of it. We got up to some very autumny um, activities, mm-hmm. some classic activities. Yeah, there's like a lot of outdoor activities you can do in the fall. Um, classic activities like going to a pumpkin patch, which is what I did. Tell me. Um, you know, I didn't really see the you know, appeal of a pumpkin patch. I was like, I'd rather just go to the store and get the pumpkin. Right. But I was like, I'll give it a shot and see what happens. See, you are so like laser focused on the outcome, which is we're bringing home a pumpkin that you're like, a grocery store has cut the middleman for us. We (laughs) no longer need to venture into a farmer's field to pluck a pumpkin from the ground. (laughs) You missed out on the fun of like what it is to go outside in fresh air. I get it. It was fun. It's nice to be outside, it turns out. And uh, it was pretty fun being able to like pick your own pumpkin. Because there are so many different kinds. Um, when I was there, the classic like we're a couple and we're going to take pictures and put them on Instagram. But I mean, the other type of people who are there who are families. Yeah, so there was a. I mean, I felt for the families though because I mean it's a lot to coordinate matching plaid 
and going to a pumpkin patch and then getting the photo where everyone looks happy and just trying to like wrangle the kids. Like I saw a family, I think of like eight, and they were trying to get a nice photo. And I just remember hearing from across the pumpkin patch, like, pretend you're having fun. Pretend to smile. Pretend we're having a good time. Joseph, get over here. (laughs) Joseph, not right now. Put the pumpkin down. Get over here. And I think they got a good photo out of it. So props to the families who are doing that because, yeah, that's a a lot to wrangle. That's great. That's really good. Um, How about you? My activity was, the big one was that I uh, made bone broth out of the the carcass of what's left of my Thanksgiving turkey. Oh, nice. I've been eating nothing but Thanksgiving turkey for a week solid. I was like, finally, I got to make a broth out of this. I got to make a soup. I am here to tell you it turned out wonderful. Nice. I just had a big heaping teaspoon full or tablespoon of it this morning just to try it because I let it simmer all night. And already I can feel myself. My veins are <laughs> coursing with the strength and virality of a turkey. All of the animal's bones. Whoa. Simmering and I can feel, yeah, it's it's great. I feel so virile right now. It's really wonderful. I'm going to be gobbling pretty soon. I'm going to be brothing it up. All the time. My house can turn into a real broth house, whatever you oh, would call God. that. Broth, brothful. No, uh, no. Just broth. It's great. I'm sold on the broth. <laughs> All right, a little pop quiz for your hot shot. Yeah. Deer and male deer. Mm-hmm. Those things on their head. Are those horns or antlers? They're antlers. Oh, then why do you keep sending me these emails saying that the bucks are all horny? <laughs> Because that would have been a funny joke if it were horns, but <laughs> turns out they're antlers, okay? Okay? Why do you send me these things? <laughs> Is that appropriate for work emails? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, their hormones are raging right now. The bucks. Uh, the bucks' hormones, yeah, because it is... Um, rutting season for bucks. Oh, so there you're is... full of terminology today. I love it. <laughs> rutting? Rutting season for bucks. So, of course, these are hormone-driven creatures, and when the hormones kick in, they kind of uh, lose a lot of their street sense and kind of get tunnel vision on love. Oh, yeah. So you kind of have to watch Relatable. out. I know. It's Cuffing like the high season. school... <laughs> I was going to say it's like high school hallways all over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is like unpredictable behavior, single mindedness, flight response and things like that. And especially now that it's getting um, uh, darker earlier and more rainy weather, um, you just have to be a little bit extra cautious on the roads because of bucks and their wild tendencies right now looking for love. I'm terrified of bucks, to be really honest, because not even so much for me, although they can mess you up. Yeah. But if I'm walking a dog, like, have you ever seen those horrible footage of, like, a buck just doing a stomp to a doggy? It is, like, the worst thing. It's my worst, absolute worst fear. I never want to put my dog in such of a situation mm. or any dog. You know what I mean? And so you just got to be, like you said, really, really careful. But, like, what do you do? Mm. If you come across, like, you were telling that story about your car? Oh, yeah, there was just, a, like, a lone buck that was just standing outside of my driver's uh, door of my car, and I, like, couldn't get into my car, and I just kind of had to wait until it ran away and make a lot of noise until it ran away, but I was terrified. Is that what you do? Yeah, it was just staring at me. It was like, you better not come over here. This is my car now. So that's what I would recommend, too, is you go inside and you get those pots and pans <laughs> that you were banging for the start of COVID, and now just bang, bang them at the uh, box. <laughs> You practice now. Fascinating story about there's this uh, phenomenon in Peru called the Nazca Lines. It's a series of drawings that have been scratched and etched into the surface of like these hills mm-hmm. at arid coastal plain thousands of years ago. Between they're thinking like uh, 500 BC and 500 after BC, whatever you would call that. Um, And they're so big, these gigantic drawings that you can't see them unless you're like up high Mm -hmm. in an aerial view. That's right. And they've just discovered a mystifying new geoglyph and it's of a little kitty cat. Except (laughs) it's not a little kitty cat. It's massive. They're saying it's 37 meters long on the side of a hill in Peru. And they're just discovering it now. Right now. That's wild, number one. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're saying that it was uh, probably around 800 BCE, uh, between that and 100 BCE. Um, 
and they yeah they just haven't discovered it since then but it has to do with erosion and and that uh specific like slant is yeah causes a lot of erosion it's hard to see yeah but a lot of people it's a place where people are constantly going to they climb this one hill and they haven't seen it before oh yeah it's like a national heritage site and everything which is really wonderful but what's it's so cute and hilarious that this is undoubtedly a kitty cat. It's yeah. <laughs> you know, like in an art style that is, you know, ancient, like that's a long time ago, thousands yeah. of years ago. And it is so clearly a little kitty cat. Yeah. And how wonderful <laughs> that even back then, we're barely what? Discovering the wheel, <laughs> culture, art, all these things, right? Barely springing to life what would be uh, a tenet of human existence. Mm-hmm. But we still liked kitty cats. How sweet. How wonderful. Okay, that's why that. every single video on the internet deserves <laughs> to have a cat in it somewhere. This is baked in art. That was the equivalent of an inter- internet cat back in the day. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. did you see that hilarious meme? A cat. <laughs> on the side of a hill. On the side of a hill. <laughs> How good. Beloved actor Jeff Bridges announced yesterday that he is battling lymphoma. And we're, you know, both just big fans. And so we want to just wish him all the best. And this is a very complicated case, Mon. There's a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. Okay, I see. Big Lebowski quote. The rug really tied the room together. Are you just going to do Lebowski quotes all day? That's all you're going to say? The dude abides. Okay, I like that movie too, but, you know, it could get annoying. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. Seriously. This aggression will not stand, man. Aggression? Hey, nice marmot. I hope you're talking about Marty. This is not Nom. This is bowling. There are rules. All right, you know what then? Mind if I do a J? Uh, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary has done this thing, like where they, you can travel in time and see what words were uh, released on your birthday year. Which is fun, because they, they always do that every year. They add extra words to the dictionary, and oftentimes it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's neat, or that makes sense, I get it, whatever. But this is way more interesting to go back in time and see over the years what got added when. Yeah, so uh, on my birthday year... Um, bootylicious was added to the because, <laughs> to the dictionary. But that can't be right because you looked it up and Bootylicious, the song, was released in 2002? Yeah, it was 2002 and I thought that was definitely a Destiny's Child word that they made up. But I think it was just like it just started to become popular in the 90s. Okay, started to become popular is one thing, but yeah. like added to the dictionary? I know. The demand for the word bootylicious <laughs> was such that we needed to put it in the dictionary. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Also, Botox was added that year. I don't understand. Wow. Okay. If someone knows something about this, uh, <laughs> then please let us know. Um, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. Um, so I'm looking at my year now, yeah. 1984. Ooh. ooh. Bi-curious. Bi-curious. That's funny. D-bag. That was at Okay. Chilean not- sea bass. <laughs> was, did we not know about that fish before the year 1984? Uh, heterocyclic amine. That's got to do something with, like, DNA or something like that. That's a science thing. Hmm. Very cool. This is a, this is a fun game to play if you want to go to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary and see what words came out on your birthday year. How cool. How fun. But I'm calling absolute bunk on Bootylicious. We've yeah. got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> so another one of these lists that's going around today is a list of the most popular Halloween costumes going back to 1983. Mm-hmm. So every year, the most popular one. Yeah. And there's, you know, it's like, it's an interesting little look back through time of what was popular at the time. Um, my year I was born, 1984, Freddy Krueger, but then, of course, Hulk Hogan, Care Bears, Where's Waldo, all very popular oh, in the 80s. Yes. Uh, through the 90s, it was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course, every little kid wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. And then right. a Power Ranger. Yeah, that was the year I was born. Was Ninja Turtle well, year? Uh, it was Power Rangers year. What Power Ranger were you, just real quick? Red. Okay, I was yellow. Really? Yeah, so I was yellow. Um, so, and then the one from uh, the past decade that, uh, I mean, the big one that everyone thinks of, because it seems like it's the most popular one every year, is Joker. Mm-hmm. But then uh, in 2016, this list says that Donald Trump was the most popular one. I remember 
walking into a Halloween store and seeing those big, like, paper Donald Trump masks and even those, like, rubbery Donald Trump masks. Because that was the year that he was um, running for president. He hadn't actually been elected yet. Or had he? No, he hadn't. So it it was all just a big joke. Yeah. How funny. (laughs) Hilarious. Right? He's on these debates and he's going to lose in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. No. So what do you think the big costume is going to be this year? I'm, I'm expecting a lot of, like pandemic related costumes mm-hmm. you know like hand sanitizer and toilet paper uh, yeah you hate i don't know inanimate <laughs> objects it's like eh, eh, why inanimate eh, objects is not fun i don't know why i'm just not feeling it because you like want to take on the personality the, that's it i think that's exactly it like right. how do you take on the personality of hand sanitizer when you were at guy fieri that year for halloween i really expected you to hand me like a big gigantic ridiculous hoagie <laughs> or some horrible cheese laden hamburger that's true I did you not took that, that on yeah uh yeah i think it's gonna be stupid pandemic stuff related mm-hmm. and uh so you know what i'm really looking forward to as i'm handing out candy at my house is seeing an adorable little virus molecule come oh. up and trick or treat. Please don't try and make that sexy though. No. No. Zoners came in through the text line with some uh, pretty good predictions. Uh, there was Tiger King. That yeah. was earlier on in the year. So I don't know <laughs> if it's like fizzled out. And I think people got really fatigued yeah. from the whole Tiger King thing. I know it seems like that was 10 years ago, but. <laughs> Tiger King was earlier this year, and we're already too sick of it to make Halloween costumes out of it. I think. I'm sure we're going to see them out there, but oh, yeah. you're not going to get the reaction you're wanting. Mm. It's not going to be like, oh, sweet, Tiger King. It's going to be like, Ugh. Oh, Tiger King, cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got, yeah. You got Great. a tiger. Yeah, yeah that lot of tiger. tan. You got a yeah. mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the leopard print. Yeah, cool. Great. Uh, Jill says, uh, I'm all about that Plague Doctor costume. Yeah, it's a classic. I think that might be the costume dark, but yeah, pretty on point there. And practical, too, with the mask. Yeah. Jordy Pants texted in saying, less Harley Quinns, more Ruths. Yeah, because Jordy said, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, get her, get, better get some costume love. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you find other ones? No, just one from Whitney that says, RBG! Yeah. <laughs> um, then Lisa texted in saying that they're going to be doing a drive through trick-or-treat window at their lower level. Okay. Which I thought was a really cool idea. That's really good. Yeah, if you live on the lower level and you have a window that you could just, like, decorate, like, the way that Lisa's doing, that would be sweet. Oh, the Mike Pence fly, yeah. Yeah, support, that's the big one, too, support. for sure. A town in Quebec is kind of looking for some help, I think, it seems like. Uh, its Its name is Asbestos. Yeah. Asbestos Quebec, it gets its name because there's a big asbestos mine there. Yeah. Now. And as we know, um, asbestos is a naturally occurring um, but very, very toxic substance that was once widely used for insulation. And it was actually banned in Canada since 2018. I thought it was earlier than that that it was banned. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we haven't been using asbestos (laughs) for quite some time. They haven't been mining it, I'm assuming. Yeah. but they're saying that they want to change it because it has that negative connotation to it. And it's also not great for marketing and tourism. No People kidding. don't really want to go to a town called Asbestos knowing that there's asbestos in the area, you know? If it's sitting on top of a big asbestos mine, mm-hmm. yeah, no kidding. So they just they want to change the name. Yeah, so they actually have already changed the name. Oh. Um, I'm not the biggest fan okay. of the name. What is it? Val de Sources. Val de Sources. What does is that a, mean? Um, something of sources. I don't know. Yeah, I think they do need our help. <laughs> we need to like crowdsource and uh, brainstorm a better name. You get some ideas? Yeah, well, you know, I was thinking of that sweet town in Newfoundland called Dildo mm-hmm. and how that name was just so great for its marketing and for its tourism. So I'm thinking, you know, go a similar vein, maybe Lube. Okay. I feel like people would want to go to Lube. Lube, Quebec? Quebec. And maybe make a stop at Dildo, Newfoundland. Sure. You know? Pick up the lube and then, yeah, go to Dildo. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, maybe poutine, Quebec. Sure, know, okay. That's yeah, cute. yeah, yeah, that's cultural. Um, some of the other options that were actually suggested were abalone. Abalone, yeah. Yeah, which is a uh, type of turtle. It's an indigenous species of turtle. It's got a soft shell. Good eating, too, from what I hear. Really? I think people eat abalone. Really? Yeah, I think. I didn't know that. 
Um, someone's name, Jeffries, the Jeffrey, um, W.H. Jeffrey, who uh, bankrolled the town's uh, asbestos mine. So it still has to do with asbestos, <laughs> but it's just Jeffrey okay. instead. Jeffrey, go back. Phoenix, and then Trois-Lock, which is like three legs. Three legs, right. Yeah. But then I was thinking what else would be good is like rhyming. Yeah. Like uh, the heck Quebec. Oh, no, I like that a lot. Right? That's, yeah. The, I mean, the heck, that'd be great for tourism, I think, too. Like, we're heading to the heck Quebec. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, with that in mind, I've got a bunch. This is a bunch of names you could name your town Quebec, and it rhymes, and it's good. Shipwreck. Oh. Henpeck. High tech, paycheck, <laughs> redneck, turtleneck, discotheque. <laughs> Pick one! <laughs> wow, what a very cool story. Listen yeah. to this. A discovery deep beneath the ground at Royal Roads University. Already, what a mystical place. A friggin' yeah. castle that yeah, people go really to school cool. at and X-Men live there. Uh, this discovery has historians intoxicated. Um. Construction crews who are building a new university facility found beer bottles. Mm-hmm. Like ancient, very old beer bottles. And they say things like ordinary, everyday beer bottles connect us in a very real way to the everyday people who worked here years ago, centuries ago. Um, so they're saying that it dates back to the early 1900s, this beer. And they're thinking that it was like part of the Dunsmere family. Oh. They were doing some work there, maybe just sharing a beer. You could picture it now. Just passing a nice cold beer around to friends. But, yeah, they were able to find this. And was it Hatley Castle? Yeah. 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 That's kind of where it was found. And they look pretty good. Like, I got to say, a century ago, beer bottles were quite the good-looking thing. This is, uh, I would put this on display. Mm -hmm. But this, here, listen, this is the real reason I want to talk about this. Okay. Is that uh, I recently saw, I went into a private home and saw, in this day and age, still a person who had displayed a bunch of empty booze bottles around as decoration. Have you seen this? <sighs> I'm guilty of it. I have done it before. Yeah, in my my college years. And I looked up and I was like, I just have a shelf filled with empty beer bottles because the art on them is really cool. <laughs> sure. I was like, I want to show that I like beer. So I'm just going to keep the bottles, you know, and right. have a whole bunch of growlers and things like that. And then I realized, no, that's recycling. Let's let's <laughs> <laughs> let's let's put away this uh, trash and recycling. I get what you're saying. It's yeah. true. I think sometimes you can reach out to the brewery, though, and ask them, do they have a poster of yeah. the cool artwork or something? That's better. Yeah. Uh, so unless it is a century old and a beautiful <laughs> architectural find and you have on display in your home, if you can get, especially through those college years, without a bunch of beer bottles on display, oh boy, are you ahead of the curve. Beer bottles on display? My foreign student had two sixes always on display. There was a little shelf all around the room. Every two six he bought, he had all on the shelf in his room. Beautiful decoration. Uh, you know, the one bottle that I love is that, like, skull. Yeah, the right. skull vodka. That's one that I would put on display. Do you know what I'm thinking about right now is how much of a hypocrite I am? Because, on the other hand, it's so weird. Yeah, there's a certain way to display, like, yeah, a bunch of old Smirnoff bottles around your life. But a nice thing to have in your home is like a wet bar with, you know, properly arranged, nice bottles of You mean like liquor. filled ones? Yes, <laughs> yeah. with booze actually in them. Like very John Draper. Yeah, Let me fix your whiskey. <laughs> yeah, right? It's so funny how that's a little different. I get to go into some pretty nice houses with work, and it always blows my mind when I see the very nice chilled wine room that's got te- own temperature control, and they've got their tasting table. And it's just like, wow, you, you know you've hit it big when. Yeah, what a dream. You have a specific room for your wine, for your beverages. Oh, well, maybe one day. i got to hit that Lotto Mac. Yeah. <laughs> so voting day is October 24th. This Saturday, I'm so excited. I was thinking about doing advanced voting, but then I was like, no, I'm going to leave it for the actual voting day. Oh, just well. for the extra excitement of it all, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you, you sent forward this uh, little survey that talks about what issues concern British Columbians this election, mm-hmm. what issues are on the top of their list of most important. And uh, surprisingly, number one on that list was not COVID-19. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what was it? Um, housing. Poverty and homelessness came out on top. Okay. Um, I uh, And that was tied with the economy and, and jobs as well. Um, what are your top concerns for this election? That's, fun. That's uh, so fascinating to me because my kind of thing was, yeah, 
pandemic response. Mm -hmm. And all that stuff is tied into, but we... In my mind, when I was thinking about who to vote for, I was like, we really need a response that thinks about all those things, certainly. Mm -hmm. Housing, poverty, the economy, like the how we're going to recover. All that stuff's so important and uh, taking care of people, especially in this absolutely wild time of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So that was my kind of main thing is the response to this this specific moment. What about you? Well, yeah, I definitely think that is super important. But then I was also thinking about the long run. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like the opioid crisis and homelessness. And then that also gets tied in with affordability and mental health. So, I mean, that's all kind of tied together in one because it's all, you know, generally like related to one another. But yeah. Do you know what else I was thinking about, too, is that um, I want a government that really works on indigenous reconciliation. Yes. We hear about it earlier this year before the pandemic dominated every brain cell we have. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot going on with um, indigenous rights and the pipelines and what have you. Now, if you're paying attention to what's going on on the East Coast with the Mi'kmaq fishermen, Mm -hmm. ridiculous situation there. And so coast to coast, but especially here in BC where I live, I want that to be a top priority. Yeah, I think that's very fair. Got a bunch of good messages here. Yeah. Um, a lot of people agreeing that COVID response is a huge one. Sure. The opioid crisis, homelessness. And then, of course, the environment is on the top of a lot of people's lists. How do we forget? Yeah. That <laughs> thing that we're living in? <laughs> oh, yeah. The world? Yeah. The environment? Cool. You, yeah, of you course. breathe that air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very true. Uh, mm-hmm. One uh, zoner makes the point that, uh, you know, with all these things that we're talking about, the, those more like basic issues, or not basic mm-hmm. issues, those like front and center issues, any responsible government will tackle them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the environment, uh, he's saying here, and uh, climate change, mm. is that's the difference maker in terms of that. Cool. Everyone's gearing up for voting again that's october 24th this saturday all Truly. your information is at the zone.fm slash vote yeah and do go and vote mm-hmm. so important mm-hmm. i know it's a snap election and everything but it is an interesting piece of music news you know the band fleet foxes yeah kind of like an indie darling uh, indie rock and roll bands with that's a couple right of hits, uh, father new- john missy used to be in it that's right mm-hmm. too yeah yeah, yeah. The, they put out a uh, album recently which is quite nice anywho uh, the uh, main driving creative force behind that band is a guy named Robin, and he was talking on some interview about how he has plans to make a 24-hour-long album. Ooh. Wow, that's really that's a lot of work to put into one album. Right? Oh, my gosh. How is, how is that possible? That's like many albums in one. Well, that's the wonderful thing about, you know, just streaming music and how we consume things now is mm-hmm. you can just... Hey, do you want your album to be one song? Great. It is. Just go and listen to it on Spotify. Do you want it to be an entire day and night? Mm -hmm. That's what it is, too. Huh. Interesting. Right? I wonder what that would sound like. Is it going to be like the same sound kind of throughout? That's what I'm wondering, too. Like, uh, and then as as a person who's trying to listen to it, should I endeavor to, like, sync my life up to it? Like, do I hit play right at midnight and... And then, like, I, hopefully there's eight hours of, like, relaxing sleep sounds. Right. Yeah. If we started off, like, a metal kind of sound, maybe that would be a little aggressive for sleep time. Yeah. Fleet Voxes. Come yeah. on. Kind of snooze <laughs> through this. And then, you know, you try and just, like, just sync it up. And I hope there would be, like, you know, day-to-day things in this album. All right. Now, this is the toothbrushing song. Yeah. I definitely listen to certain kind of music when I cook or when right. I'm exercising. It's completely different from when I'm, you know, just waking up in the morning. Okay, well, it seems novel now. Fleet Foxes may be doing it, but I think every band should endeavor to make a 24-hour full-day album. Yeah, I'm into it. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, dude. You ready to go? Oh, my God. I know, I know. Oh, boy, what the heck? You're, you're huge. You're glowing with the scarlet golden light. It's it's blinding. I, I know. I can't help it. It's, it's Scorpio season now. Oh, my God. I forgot you were a Scorpio. Yeah, my power and magnetism is at a yearly all-time high. Did, did you start a cult? Yes, by accident on the way to work. They worship me now. How tall are you? Like 10 feet? 10-1, but listen, I'm a little self-conscious, okay? Can we just get to work? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, no! What? Yeah, I was hoping this wouldn't happen. I'm transforming into a massive scorpion. What the hell? Pinchy, pokey, I crave intimacy. Dude, there's got to be some vacation days you can use between now and November 22nd. 
We're very blessed in British Columbia, although Dr. Bonnie Henry did just give us our uh, updated numbers, and uh, there's another record today, right? Uh, did you hear that? Yeah, not good. Not, not good, good numbers, yeah. but uh, as it is... Uh, at least we get to still have Halloween. Ontario doesn't get to have Halloween. Do you know that? They're yeah. fighting back against Doug Ford. No Halloween. Yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah, they've told people that we are not encouraging trick-or-treating at all. Dr. Bonnie Henry has come forward and said there are safe ways that we can do it this year in BC, yeah. including the candy slide. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just making sure you're distant and keeping it outdoors. So... This is a, kind of a bummer thing, though. And I mean, like, look, at as long as this has been going on, we've been talking about the economy and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, costume and party stores say that their Halloween sales, which are, by the way, massive. Halloween, yeah. we think of it as all fun and games, but it is a colossal economic driver, actually, in ter- whether it's like booze. Costumes, of course, party supplies, candy, all that stuff. These party stores say that Halloween sales have plummeted because of COVID-19. That's too bad. But I I think that, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And it's what a lot of businesses are dealing with right now, unfortunately. I talked to a lot of people. They're like, I'm not even going to bother getting a costume this year. I'm not going to bother getting candy. I'm not going to bother doing any of this. We're just going to stay in and, and, uh, yeah. Stay safe. Because it makes sense, obviously, for kids to go out trick-or-treating. That's outside and everything. But when I think of your annual (laughs) Halloween party for adults, I'm like... Oh, that feels like getting COVID to me. It's just oh, like, for sure. you know, packed, tight quarters, tons of people, smog machine. Yeah, fog machines. That's a no-go this year. You can't do that. A sweaty. Yeah. Costume. <laughs> it's just like, I just feel like I have COVID retroactively before it even existed from last year. Bobbing for apples. That's a, that's oh a no-go. Oh, my God. Can you imagine so, bobbing for apples this year? No. So it sucks. Yeah. Adult Halloween has mm-hmm. pretty much been canceled, and that is really hard for these businesses. But the other thing I want to say, there are adults like us who are figuring it out ways to do costumes on that. Mm-hmm. And the other part of this is uh, these these party stars are saying, if you can, please buy local. Yes. It's really, you are getting it from two angles there. Yeah, COVID is hurting, but online sales, taking your money, yeah, you can save a few pennies, but all that money just going away from our community, whereas these people are running these stores, these costume stores in our towns. If you can, spend the money there. You know, in the last few months, we've had some good uh, news about orcas. There's been two new baby orcas that have been birthed in our waters. (laughs) I said it like that. It's been a great excuse to look up video of how an orca is born. Oh, yeah. You I were there when that. we were... You I didn't watch that video with me? I didn't watch it. Oh! But you gave me a very detailed description, so it's I think that's incredible. enough. incredible. If okay. you can right now, pull over to the side <laughs> of the road, get your phone out, and Google an orca giving birth. It's incredible to watch. Use up that data for that. Um, there was a photo taken um, just off the coast of Washington State. And they're saying that this orca in the photo looks pregnant. Another one. Another one. So we might be getting another baby. Um, a zoologist said that, you know, I'm not a vet, but it, it, she certainly does look pregnant. So uh, we could be expecting a new uh, baby orca in the waters. What's but. wild about this picture, too, is that the only reason this person was able to take the picture is because the orca is breaching, mm-hmm. like doing that thing where they jump out of the water with this massive <laughs> pregnancy going on. And I just want to say on behalf of all women who are very pregnant right now, like, how dare you, orca, show <laughs> off like that doing these acrobatics? <laughs> Do you know how uncomfortable it is to be pregnant? I mean, I don't. I just I've heard about it. Yeah. But I certainly wouldn't be breaching if I was a that Maybe you pregnant. should just try some like soft yoga or something right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Orca. Paul just like came busting into the studio with this huge pipe. And uh, I guess a zoner got you this pipe for your candy slide for Halloween. <laughs> 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 ran downstairs to get it. So rad. I, okay, so uh, it's a zoner named Roland. I'm so, like, I could not be more thankful. Roland, thank you. I've been talking about this. Like, I want to do Halloween in my house, obviously, but you got to be safe, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so I've got like a little porch and everything, and we measured it out. I was like, about six feet would probably be good. And that's what they recommend, right? Stay away from kids six feet. And, uh, this is like a 12-footer. This is a big boy. Yeah, this Eight, is a... 10-footer, maybe? 
maybe 10, between 10 and 12 feet. It's a huge piece of PVC pipe in the roll and dropped off at the radio station for me. Okay. He hid it on the back parking lot. What are you going to do? Because you can't just leave it. You can't just leave it white. you got to do something creative with it. Like make it into the python or something that has been wandering around Victoria or like something that is long like that. I don't know what else. Um... (sighs) Like a, a devil's tongue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something scary. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're right. You're totally right. What I love about it right now, though, is that it says on it, uh, sewer. PVC sewer. Maybe that's it. You just do it up as like a sewer pipe. Oh, my God. Really make it look nasty. <laughs> And kids yeah, would right. love that, right? Here's your, here's your candy out of a sewer pipe, kids. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, you know what? What's up? I should just be my Halloween costume I always am. Mario. Super Mario. <gasps> painted green. Yes. Coming down the pipe, kids. Pew, pew, pew. Nailed it. Thank you so much again, Roland, for the 10-foot piece of PVC pipe for me to make my candy slide out of so I can celebrate Halloween in my house. Yeah. And um, I just love that it says sewer on the pipe. Right. <laughs> just noticed that. And uh, he writes in all caps, I swear it's not used. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't be good for candy. <laughs> that's so cool. Oh, that's really funny. Jen and I are over today and ready to go away from here now. (laughs) And it is time to play a game of... What did we learn today? The game where you win by remembering. Oh my gosh, we have a famous TikToker on the line named Mandy. (laughs) Is that how it works, Mandy? You make one TikTok and you automatically are famous, right? That's how TikTok works? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I'm glad I'm famous in your eyes. Starstruck. Wow, You're Mandy. both starstruck. Mandy, plug your TikTok. Let everyone know where they should go. Is that how it works even? Do we get? Do I look your TikTok up? Uh, I'm old. Yeah, there's a handle for it. You know what? I'm pretty good without the handle being out there. Mandy secret. is so um, TikTok you, you famous as it is. Not- Privately, it's just for you guys. <laughs> okay. So earlier, uh, Mandy texted in wanting to know a certain lyric of the song. It was the Hitachi wand um, lyric from a Hotel Mira song, and that was what the TikTok was for. And uh, there, was a, there was a really good um, construction site that was perfect for it with the Hitachi um, cranes. <laughs> right. How funny that Hitachi has that range <laughs> where they make like these massage wands all the way up to heavy machinery. It's really great it's for them. Yeah. Huh? Is it the same? Yeah, company? Uh, yeah. I assume. <laughs> My uncle works for Hitachi. I don't. I don't. I never asked which one. So maybe I should. Yeah, you can't assume. What a thing to bring up at the next family dinner. <laughs> so, Mandy, you said that you listened to the last three hours of the afternoon zone, which puts you in pretty good standing. That's three quarters of the show. So, if uh, well, all the questions come from there, you're going to win. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> wow, good luck. All Here right. we go. You have 30 seconds on the clock. Your first question is this. What Canadian fast food chain is no longer in, no longer allowing customers to double cup their drinks? Ah, Tim Hortons. What century-old item was discovered at Royal Roads University? Ooh, um, something to do with mummies? <laughs> Uh, the band Fleet Fox is releasing an album, uh, and how long is the album? How many hours long? Ooh, oh, I know this. I love Fleet Foxes. Um, oh, it just came up. I know it's called Shore, isn't it? It's called yeah. Shore. Okay, I'm going to oh. give it to you. That's good enough. <laughs> When's the last date for advanced polling for the BC election? Yes, it is. When? <laughs> when is? Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. I used to work for the election. Um, it is uh, October 24th. When's the last day for advance polling? Um, October 22nd. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> and to finally, uh, name one of the two teams playing in the Baseball World Series. Um, Dallas Cowboys? Oh, boy. Oh, let's go through here. Didn't hear a lot of dings, Mandy, but let's go through the fast food chain no longer allowing customers to double cup their drinks. You said Tim Hortons. And that was correct. 
Uh, <laughs> what century old item was discovered at Royal Roads University? What did you say? B- mummies? <laughs> mummies? I have no idea. Mummies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mummification, very popular in 1900s Victoria. No, it was beer bottles. Ah. Oh, missed that one. The band Fleet Foxes is releasing an album that is 24 hours long, a full day. Mm-hmm. But you seem to know a lot about Fleet Foxes, so I would have given it to you anyway. Okay. The last day of advanced polling for the BC election is actually today, but you were right about the voting day being on the 24th. And I'm no like uh, ESPN expert, but I do know that the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> are a football team and <laughs> baseball World Series tonight. It is the Tampa Bay Rays and the Los Angeles Dodgers. So, unfortunately, didn't win this, but I'm, I'm impressed. I think it's really cool that you've been uh, very creative with your TikTok. Yeah. I think you should keep doing that. That's cool. <laughs> Maybe you'll go somewhere with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I'll try and get famous with that and see how it goes. Yes. Uh, oh. you're, you're so good, Mandy. You're a real treat and a delight, Mandy. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Have a good day. What did we learn today on the Afternoon Zone? And remember, you don't have to listen to the whole show to win, but it helps. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913. Or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. And I'm Paul Bacino. And the Zone's Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's The Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye!